Fuel, the podcast for fixing underperformance and evolving leadership within the automotive industry. Fuel is bringing you the latest in proven strategies and techniques that can take your service department to the next level. Welcome back to the Fuel Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Keith. I'm here with Mr. Troy Tucker. How are you doing, Troy? I'm doing great, Alex. So Troy is actually with the Cavender Automotive Group and been in the business since 1992, right? Yes. They've been around through the fun nineties and then the yeah, <laughs> dealing all through the fun nineties and now into the two thousands. And, uh, so I'll see here that you went to university of Arkansas, go Razorbacks. Yes. Perfect. I left my, I left my hog at home. <laughs> perfect. So, um, kind of, if you don't mind me asking, you know, I see that you've got, you know, years of experience, you've got a bunch of awards, you've worked, you know, with Toyota, with Lexus, you know, you've, you've worked your kind of your way up through the management corp now being a general manager and everything. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind ask, uh, me asking, what kind of got you started down that path? Yeah, so at, at Arkansas, I guess I was fortunate enough that one of the uh, vice presidents of Toyota USA went to Arkansas. So I guess they said, you know what, let's go see if we can find somebody else. And so that's how I kind of got entertained by it because I marketing management degree, didn't think I was going to do cars. And guess what? I'm doing cars. So <laughs> it's just, it's kind of wild. So it, it was kind of a, an odd situation, though, because I was, I was interviewed, I accepted the job, and then I watched year after year after year, and I said, I asked the HR lady, I said, so nobody else from Arkansas? And she goes, uh, we stopped going there after we got you. So I wasn't <laughs> sure if that was good or bad. But uh, it's, been, it's been a fun ride, and, and I did have hair when I started, uh, and now I don't, which I think a lot of people in this business don't understand. So, but it, it's been a fun ride. Started my career on the 800 number, taking calls from Toyota customers, and most of them weren't happy. Uh, so I got baptism into the business just by taking a bunch of calls and, and it didn't scare me away. And today, years later, I'm running the BMW store here in Lubbock, Texas. That's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, you know, the thing about the hair situation, uh, my, our, 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 uh, director of our coaches, Jack Flynn, he, he's the same kind of hairstyle and he just says it's one less thing to worry about. So that's what it you is. got going for you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is. It is just one less thing, but you can tell there's some shine. I guess I probably should have put some powder on, but it'll be all right. I'll make it through. We'll make, make it, it through. through. Yes, so um, I'm so excited to have you on to talk about this topic because I, I know it's starting to become a little bit of a, of a baby of yours in developing this process. But, you know, sales to service, like like the understanding that that formula for consistency, I think, is the biggest thing that um, we want to talk about today. And in some of the conversations that, you know, we've been having and, and that I've been seeing out in the market is starting to get our service advisor team to maybe understand that, that sometimes you're, you're not really sales, but it is kind of a sales mentality for opportunity and how we promote that opportunity. But a lot of times there's a, there's a missed process. You know, they talk about writing the customer up and getting the customer in the shop and taking care of them. And then how does the general manager come into play to maybe connect the dots a little bit? So I think you've got some, some interesting stuff as far as what you've got brewing. Tell me about it. Yeah. So Alex, so it, it started, we've been, with, you know, we've been with your company for a while. Um, and my fixed ops director and myself got to go to, to class in Dallas and our expectations going in there. We're like, we're not exactly sure. Are they just going to teach us more what Alex is teaching us? Are we going to deep dive into more reports? Uh, they gave us just a handful of reports, but then it, it, it said, okay, take this data. And then now let's see, how do you put it in action? And one of the whole sections of that was service is sales, sales is service, right? And, and I started thinking about it. And a lot of the organizations I've worked with over the year have been very process driven. 
And I looked at what we're doing here at Cavender, and we have a very successful sales process for sales. So I started digging in a little bit when I got back, and there's really there's uh, different versions of a service process out there for a lot of different folks. But I really wanted to take take it and define it with my fixed ops director using the experience that I had on the sales side, and go, okay, let's let's put this thing together and let's come up with the same one. So literally, the shell of what I started was taking the sales process we have in place that we have to follow, uh, that we need to be perfect at every time to sell a car. And then I basically took the same steps and I started cultivating those steps into what it looks like on the service drive. Oh, wow. Uh, and it's been it's been a very eye-opening and fun experience, right? It starts with the appointment. Well, guess what a sales starts with? For the most appointment. part, appointment. I mean, we're an appointment-based <laughs> culture here at Cavender. So, I mean, it's appointments. So it's how you handle the appointment. How do you confirm the appointment? So then you get to the whole part of when they come on, come on, the, on the drive, right? Same thing. They come on the lot for sales. So it just went through the process and it's been it's been uh, very eye-opening for us. And probably the coolest thing we've done right now is Patrick and I, my fixed ops director, we've got it all together. And I said, well, this isn't final until we have everybody else's input. So we made co copies of what we came up with and got it to all the service advisors uh, and said, look, here's, here's kind of the deal. Because one of the things we want is we want accountability. And if they're bought into the process, then we're going to have the accountability. And uh, so right now I'm waiting on the feedback, um, but it's really simple. It's not, it's, this is not a book. This is not, you know, 10 pages or, or 14 chapters. This is a one page back, you know, front and back that we're going to laminate and we're going to coach to that. And some people are going to be really strong at certain steps, just like there are in sales. And then some people are going to need opportunity, you know, have opportunities in certain steps to, to do. And we're going to come up with training plans, individual training plans to make sure that everybody understands the process and can follow the process because ultimately we need more hours per RO on the cars we see in. And the best part about all this is technology has helped us a lot with uh, videos. You know, we're doing videos on every car that goes in the shop. Uh -huh. Even if it's in for a, a 5,000 mile service, it's brand new. We're still doing a video um, because we want people to get used to seeing their car and, and seeing it and it helps sell stuff off their car. Right. I mean, yeah, you get absolutely. A car with 60,000 miles, you know, they brought it in for a service, but then you know what, all of a sudden now we show them something that's leaking. And so it's really cool that we have those videos. So then you take those videos, you send them. And then what happens? It's the service advisor's turn, right? We've sent them a repair quote. We've got the video and what we see a lot of times, and it's, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not everybody, but you do see like, well, we'll just see if they respond. We'll see if they just, we'll just say, because the other thing everybody's doing is they just, they approve or decline stuff on their phone. Yep. So we're trying to make it easier for people to do business with us. But at the same time, we have to have that personal connection, just like you do in the sales process when you're going through the sales steps. So that's been, that's, that's the biggest part is, okay, now we have all this. we got great videos. we got all these things. How do we take that and then sell more work on the service drive? Don't sell unnecessary work, but sell validated work that's going to increase our customer pay hours per hour. And that's, that's where we're going with our, uh, with our sales process. For sure. That's fantastic. That's awesome. You know, I think that's some of the biggest issues that we hear and talk about in the fixed ops world is when general managers start to get involved and they don't have a fixed ops background. I mean, you started with a marketing degree, you know? So the idea of this is how are you trying to connect the dots? And I think you said it perfectly. You know, you guys have a very good, consistent process in the Cavender group as far as the sales process for selling a car and then try, trying to mirror that into the world. And I think you said ultimately when you went to the two-day workshop with Dynatron, you started to hear things that they're talking about. And you're like, this is fixed ops, but 
sounds a lot like what I do and where my wheelhouse is at. And I think the more general managers can understand, they can get a hand in the game too. They can be, you know, they don't have to be over here just standing on the lane, kind of visualizing what's going on. They can get their hands in there. They can start implementing processes. So, you know, you said it all starts with the appointment. You know, we had a good podcast with a, a gentleman from the Traver group, uh, uh, Bob Gowers, and he was talking about just answering the phone, just picking the phone up, yeah. you know, so coming off of getting the appointment, getting them on the service drive, getting them in that, I think when they're communicating, like have you talked to your sales team about communication with the customer, are there key things that they pick up on from the customer, from what they're giving them as far as, you know, calls, complaint, concern, whatever they're giving them, or what kind of, how do you kind of shift the evolution of the process and your steps to saying, hey, here's some key things maybe you can start looking at from the sales side in the service department. Right, right, and you and you hit it. One of the, one of our, our most important steps is to do a needs analysis with our customer that comes on the lot. So you know we, we get them in the door, we sit them down. You know they want to drive this car. We got to get copies of driver's license, insurance. There's a process, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's a real quick little, basically an interview, and it's it's quick. So you kind of make sure you're obviously you're on the right car. You have an idea of what they need. You know there's certain things that you do up front. And what what I found by putting this process together. It's the same deal. So it's fact finding, right? And it's the most valuable step that we have on the sales side. And it should be the most valuable step that we have on the service side. And it starts when you're doing fact finding and the car is right there and you greeted the person, the best time to do fact finding is when the car is right in front of them. You still have the customer there. You know, obviously you walk around the car, you can point out any damage, you know, make sure everybody understands that, but then you can start going, you know, and, and there's a process, right? Do you mind if I turn on your car and see if there's any lights on? you know, uh, you know, any uh, warning lights. I mean, it's just certain very simple things that you can, you know, you've developed a relationship and you're starting to cultivate that. So when they leave, they know, here's what's going to be done. Here's what I can expect and follow up, you know, opt into the text messages. That's easy. Find out the best way to communicate. That's exactly what we do on the sales side. Exactly what we do. And we got to take care of it when the car is here. What do you do in sales? <laughs> you take care of it when the customer's here. When that so customer's it's the same. Here. It's just, yeah, it's just the same thing, right? It's fun how it's relatable. I mean, it's sim- so simple how you can, as you, it's been probably in your past experience, they're two different entities. You, they just do, they got their world and I got my world and we've got people in place that can handle this. But now when you start to connect the dots a little bit, so I like the process so far, I mean, it sounds like you're having a lot of fun with it. And I think that the yeah. last part to tie it together would be the close, right? And part of the sales process is getting the clothes on the vehicle. So how do you start to cultivate yeah. what, what you want to see or what, what kind of process you want to implement with the clothes? Yeah. So that's, and that's, you know, that's uh, step seven, just so you know, um, <laughs> step seven. but it's, uh, you know, and one of the things we've heard, and, you know, and we've heard it from several different uh, folks and people have helped us grow is, you know, uh, sales is not a confrontation. It's a conversation. So, you know, these people buy hiring cars and I've been fortunate enough to run some hiring brands over the years, including the one now. And these people are not scared of spending money. If you justify it's, it's an investment in their safety. It's an investment mm-hmm. in their, in their car. They take a lot of pride when you step up and buy a luxury car or two or three or seven, uh, you know, you take a lot of pride in that. And so you have to kind of really feed off of that. So it's, it's all about making sure that you're doing, you know, you're, you're doing that connection up front. And then when it comes to selling time, you just report back. They've got a video in front of them. It shows their car. They've got the pricing already in front of them. So it's not like you're having to give them anything that they haven't already seen. And you're calling in to, to basically what? Close yep. them, you know, and, and explain to them why this is, you know, it's the same thing in this car. 
what's the feature? What's the benefit? Right. What's what, you know, if I'm going to pay for this, what's the benefit, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, and that's really where it goes, you know? Um, and then it goes a little bit further, Alex with, you know, okay. So maybe that advisor gets one of three things approved. And while we're in there, maybe we could do those other two things, but maybe we just need a little help on the price. Right. So what do they, what is it? What does a sales consultant do if they can't close a car deal? They go back to the sales desk. They get one of the sales managers. Talk to the, manager. the sales manager goes out and talks to the person, right? So I've talked to, to my fixed ops director. It's like, you can, it's the same situation. If you've got a car in the shop, we're waiting to hear diagnostics and we've got one thing approved and you want the other two things approved and the advisor can't, it's not like you're saying the advisor can't do their job. It's just one other person, mm-hmm. especially being a manager. And then you just reiterate really what was done. And then at the end, if you have to take a little bit of a price adjustment to get all that work and the extra hours in the shop, you're going to do it. So it really does. It just all ties together. And this is not rocket science, as you know, but it's just, it's just amazing that, that that's kind of how this all comes together again, you know, and it's, it is about that relationship, but then it's following each step to get to that point where you can ask for their business, you know, and ask for the additional business, you know? So it's, it's pretty cool. So I got to ask, since you said it, how many steps have you developed to this point? 10. 10 steps. It's 10 total. You got 10. 10. It's 10 total. It's not going to go anymore. 10 steps to success from sales to service. I like it. I like it. I'm going to trademark that. If you use that, I'm trademarking it. I'm telling you right now. (laughs) This is being recorded, so we'll we'll all have access to this too. Yeah, it's absolutely. Well, Troy, man, I want to thank you so much for your time today and and going into this process and how you guys are kind of developing it over at Cavender and everything. Um, So I always like to open it up at the end of the conversation for any final remarks, kind of talking about that process or anything you want to leave with anybody who kind of picks up on, you know, listening to this and maybe implementing it, any kind of words of advice or or closing comments. Well, I'm a a data junkie, you know, and and I, I feel like if you've got the data in front of you and you know how to read the data and you can act on the data, uh, you can win. And my team knows that. And so what I look at is, is all these indices that we have out there for sales and the service side in particular, uh, and then just honing in on those key areas. And it's not all about, you know, and, and you've helped us a lot, Alex, and Donatron has on, you know, helping increase our effective labor rate and doing different things. But it's, it, now it's to the point where we're taking it to a different level. It's like, okay, now we really have to go, okay, with the cars in the shop, I need him instead of running 1.2 hours per hour, I need him to run three hours per hour. Yeah. And that's the development. And that's where this whole sales process sticks in here. Um, so it's, it's, it's just, it's been, it's been good. I mean, I've been doing it a long time and of course everybody I think understands, you know, fixed operations, it's all about absorption. You know, uh, we're going to sell cars for fun and profit, hopefully, uh, and, and, and make the money, but you're, you want your fixed ops to be gin. And, and I think if we can really master this process, uh, we can, we can definitely take it to the next level. Absolutely, brother. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe have you back on another fuel podcast. Tell me how it's going, right? There you go. Maybe I'll get some uh, powder for my head next time. <laughs> we'll work on the filters. <laughs> there you go. All right, there Troy, you man. Thank you so much, man. And, and uh, we'll catch up with you next time, right? You got it. Thanks, Alex. Appreciate it.